3, 2, 1. we're live. Hey. Hi, what everyone. Up? What Yo. is up, kids? Huh? Make noises. Let them know. Uh, uh. Yeah, yo, what up? Welcome to the Empty Space Podcast, episode 130. We got a banger of an episode today. Yeah, dude, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are. Getting old. Yeah, you are. One third, I am getting old. You'll always be older than me. I know. For now, you'll catch up eventually. How? (laughs) Just how it works. No shit. Okay, well, you know, fine, whatever, dude. I don't care. Uh... But I do care. Yo, okay, we got things to talk about. Let's fucking yes, go. Yes, let's go. How are we? How are you? Sick. You've well, not anymore. Week. <laughs> this week, um, I've been sick all week. It was terrible. Uh, literally didn't talk to anyone. I couldn't talk for like three days. I was dizzy as hell. Thought I had a concussion. Uh, I knew I didn't. Just felt like it. Uh, had a call out of work. Super stress. And you know when you're sick and you just get depressed about everything? Yes. That was happening. I was texting yep. you. I was like, I wish I was dead. Not really wishing I was dead. No, but I was no, like, this dude. just sucks, dude. Like, got all this shit going on, and I can't even, like, help. I can't help my wife. I can't do anything for myself. It's nope. just like, this just sucks. And I'm just a typical dude when I'm sick. I'm a baby. So, yes. Yeah, um, I'm a huge pussy when I'm sick. Right? Something about dudes with that. But uh, no, I'm doing much better now. All negative on tests on the COVID viruses, whatever the fuck they are. Um, but, <laughs> Very good. I didn't. I haven't talked to you in a while. So how how was your week, real quick? Good, man. Good. Uh, yeah. I figured you were just working or something, and I was like, well, he's. What well, I'm just like, I'm just gonna. Plus, I was like, crazy with everything going on. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, planning the Disney trip. Got um, half of that booked. That got that came through. Nice. Yeah, I still have to look into that for you. Yeah, that's not, no, I wasn't. A, been a rough week. Yeah, I know. So when, you know, I wasn't going to be like, so did you, by the way, when you were dying, did you have a chance to. Piece of shit. You piece <laughs> no. of shit. <laughs> no, so we got, so we got that. We got the first week, the first uh, five days covered. Um, And then I have the Mickey's Christmas party. We just got that yesterday. Nice. Yep. So that'll be the day we land. We'll kind of just hang out and then check into the hotel and then go to Mickey's Christmas party that night. Um, That's so cool. I know. And then we're looking at the car rental. We're using Turo for the car rental, so I'll be able to get my sports car. <clears throat> no, you're welcome. <clears throat> yeah. Thanks. No, again, you already Steve. said that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then thanks also to Stevie. Stevie's going to be hooking us up too, hopefully. Hopefully, hope. <laughs> I really hope. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it. We looked it up, like, because we were. I was interested, like, how, because when we we got it from not the Dave's website, some other one. Yeah, that's like similar. So when we did that, they were like, "Yeah, you might have to say like you're a guest of so and so," and I was like, "Hold on a minute." Like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, like, panicked because I paid, like, 2500 bucks. I was like, yeah, hang on. <laughs> like, if I just got screwed here, like... That would suck. So I looked it up, and it's like, yeah, you just... You might have to make the reservation and then just say, like, add us or something. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Um, So, yeah, we got all that um, squared away. And then now, hopefully, Stevie can get us a room somewhere else hopefully at the boardwalk if not hopefully the 
somewhere fancy mm-hmm. that you got your little thing for, and then I'll pay you for it. And yeah, because I, yeah. I was telling my mom about it, and I was just like, yeah, you know, Steve's probably not going to be going this year, so um, I'll probably just use his week and then pay him for it, whatever. And she was like, yeah, because she like knows how we both are out of work and stuff like that. And she's like, yeah, you know, he could always <laughs> use the money. I yeah. was like, yeah, I think he'd rather fifteen hundred bucks than a trip yeah. to Disney World right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so yeah, hopefully that can work out, and then we'll be off for ten days, and it'll be sick. Yeah, I think my plan is, um, while I'm on vacation, I will go through it in what I like because I'm not doing anything. It's a staycation, not staycation, but you know, cabin yeah. vacation. Um, yeah, I have to do homework, so I'm bringing my laptop anyways, but uh. I'm just gonna have a piece of paper and I'm gonna go through every single resort and see what like days yeah. are open and how many points and blah blah blah. So I like doing that. You know me. I'm like Tori. I'm obsessed with Disney. Yeah. So like it makes me feel like I'm a part of going. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, probably that'll realistically with the fourth of July and the work I'm doing, that'll probably be like when I'll do it. Um Yeah, yeah. And then hopefully fingers crossed it all works out, which I'm sure it will. Absolutely. Uh you touched <clears throat> on it. You going away next week, week after, yeah. week after. Yeah, actually, yeah. Ne- well, next week technically. Well, yeah, I'll be in. I'll be well, in New Hampshire. No, you'll be. You'll I'll be, be back. back by the time this drops. Well, you know, there we go. We're done. It was great. One, this isn't even one thirty. This is probably one thirty two. Yeah, one thirty one. I don't know. One. Yeah, one thirty one. You get the point. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Um. That's... So you already you mentioned it, but that that's how was it. It was dude, it was so fun. We uh we hung out. I did exactly that on the Disney stuff. <laughs> um let's talk about your veggie chicken patty review. Oh, okay. Have you had one of these before? I I don't know. Do you know the Boca things that they sell at like stop and shop? The and pre-made things? Yeah, they're just frozen yeah, yeah, patties. Yeah, I've had chicken patties before. No, this isn't a chicken patty. Oh, it this says is veggie. It's a veggie burger. Okay. But it's sure. a chicken. It's chicken flavored, apparently. Okay. Um, not bad. Not as bad as I thought it would be. Okay. Uh, I'm still like, not a huge plant based person. Yucca. It yeah. It just had like, it was it was okay. Like if I you know it wasn't the worst thing. It didn't taste like complete shit. But you could tell it wasn't it wasn't real, dude. Yeah, it wasn't the it wasn't meat. You could tell. <clears throat> Which I guess I mean. That makes sense, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yes. would say. <laughs> so it was okay. I'd give it like a six or a seven, probably six and a half out of ten. There you go. So that was decent, you know, but nice. I definitely like the real chicken patties better. But uh, Yeah, just uh, eat the know. real chicken patties, dude. Yeah, I'm on a health kick, so I was trying something no, different. No, that's, that's cool. Yeah, but it wasn't cool. So, But it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Six, six, uh, six and a half out of seven out of ten. Seven, Jesus, that'd be a good score. Six and a half out of ten. <laughs> what the fuck, say. dude? Um, but yeah, so I'm surprised you never tried one. Uh, yeah, I can't say I, I have, I, I'm not really into uh, the plant based thing. No, I don't, I don't no, care for it to be no. honest. There's well, no, I don't, yeah, I don't either. Now, I don't find any nutritional facts in it. Um, especially when it's like the processed plant based stuff. Which yeah, most of that is. Anyways, yeah. no, I mean, dude, maybe I'd like it. I don't know. I'm not gonna knock it, but uh, no, I I don't usually venture. Try it out. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe I won't. 
Yeah, don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we also had some cool hockey news. Yeah. The man's coming home. Luge, baby. Luge. Still pumped. Luch. He's coming Fucking home, baby. Gas, dude. He's coming home. Gas. Uh, yeah, I'm so excited for that. He's going to and, fuck and he so gets many his, people up. And he gets his number back. Yeah. Because Felino's gone. Yeah. He's going to fuck so many people yes, up. Yes, he is, dude. Oh I don't God, give a fuck wait. about anything else. Just give I us hope, that enforcer. I hope we get the Ryan Reeves fight. Ooh. Oh, the heavyweight. It's time. It's time. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, dude. Oh, I am. We were talking uh, today. That was... Uh, both like reminiscing about just like just how excited we are, dude. It's been so long. <laughs> I know it's been eight years since he left. I remember when he went to LA, and then I yeah. saw him on his first time back at the Garden, and it was awesome. And we lost nine to one. Cool. That Sick. was sick, <laughs> dude. <laughs> um, he actually he liked my story I made of him. Oh, really? Yep. Um, back when I forget who he knocked out. I think McDermott from Colorado. Okay. When he knocked him out, I um made a thing and it was like I put like the and still sticker. Yeah. And I was like and, and still. still. Yeah. Heavyweight champ of the world and I tagged him in it and then he liked it. That's sick. Yeah. I was like Yeah, I got my friends. uh I got my signed Lucic fighting poster that's framed that's been sitting on my floor of my hallway that I can actually put up now. Oh yeah. So That's sick, yeah. Um NHL free agency kicks off tomorrow. Yeah. Well, technically oh it'd be over, but it's yeah, going to be chaos. Absolutely ridiculous. So tomorrow. it's going to be so funny because the next episode we record. Yeah. It's going to be like us being like, oh, my God. And Reacting to it. Like yeah. Us being like, I don't know. <laughs> like, It'll be like how most movies are made. <laughs> yeah. Did you um? Did you see like all the people that are getting um bought out? Duchesne's getting bought out. Really? Blake Wheel is getting bought out. I did hear uh, about Willsey, yeah. Uh, Kyla Yamamoto is getting bought out by Detroit. And Mike Riley is getting bought out by the Bruins. So there goes all that cap money. Wow. Speaking of a Riley, your boy Riley got bamboozled. Dude, big time. What's up, dude? What a What's joke, up? dude. What are they scores, doing to the team? Scores the game-winning goal for the, to, for the in the Stanley Cup Finals. I know he didn't score it in overtime or anything like that, but like... Still... Yeah, and they're just like, see you, go to Pittsburgh. Like, like what? That's Vegas. Vegas don't give a fuck. They just trade everyone. No that's loyalty. Crazy. I know. It's insane. And what about um William Nylander? What about him? I haven't heard anything. Apparently, he's uh, he's asking for too much money, and the Leafs aren't going to pay him that. They can't. How can no, they? No, like, yeah. I mean, right. they got Matthews makes 11. Mm. Tavares makes 11. Modern makes 9. I was going to say, what's Mitch make? Nine or ten, and then Nylander makes eight. How much more do you want from that? <laughs> like, what have you done to get even eight million? Yeah, like none of them. Like, I guess Matthews scored sixty goals one year, but like, do it in the playoffs, dude. They don't like Tavares is that's that's the contract that's screwing them is the Tavares contract. Mm-hmm. So I figured he'd be the one that would go. Mm. I figured they weren't going to trade Mana. They weren't they're definitely not trading Matthews and no one's going to take the Tavares contract. So, mm. you know, what are you going to do? Neilan is the odd man out. See ya. It's fucked. It's crazy. I would probably trade I'd probably trade Mana before I traded Matt Nylander. Yeah, I, I feel like you could make you could make that work, yeah. 
I feel like Neyland has done more in the playoffs than Minor has, mm-hmm. which is what you want, right? Yeah, it's true. I mean, you kind of sacrifice a few goals in the regular season, but you get those back and it counts. So mm. I don't know. It's it's gonna be tomorrow's gonna be crazy. Tomorrow. What about be... yeah? And then you got Eric Carlson too, right? Or did... uh, yeah, he wants to trade out of San Jose. Which yeah, don't blame him. No, especially the season he just had. Yeah, I mean, Christ, holy um, shit. But yeah, I think I've been seeing that Almox on the move. Yeah, I'm hearing. Yeah, I'm hearing goalie talk. Yeah, I don't like that. No, don't like that. Don't I know why they're a, doing that because they have no money. Well, which did, idiots. Yeah, like did it to oh, themselves. So dumb. And I mean, what are you gonna? Do? I mean, they're fucked. There's yeah. nothing they. There's nothing they can do. They have to. I mean, hopefully Swayman can step up and be the guy. And I guess that kid in Providence is pretty good. But you got to <sighs> trade trade the goalie that just won the Vesna. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's good. Sick. I mean, he's only making five million, which yeah, isn't a lot, but it is. But I don't know what the hell they're gonna do, man. There. They're, shambles. There, yeah, they are in absolute fucking shambles. As much as I like Lucic, I just think it's funny. It's like, yeah, let's get rid of these guys. Birdie doesn't want to sign. Omar can go. Fel- not that Felino was much, but like still Felino and fucking Halsey. It's like, but guess what? Hang on. Hang on. Neely's like, hold on. Joe, before Lucic. you guys get mad, <laughs> Lucic. Yeah. Look who's back. Look See, at- I got him happy. I got him all happy. <laughs> yeah. See what he's doing to us, dude? <laughs> yeah, I know. Trust me. <laughs> I uh, Believe me, I know. See, I can fuck them over, but I can also make them happy. Yeah, see? <laughs> and it didn't happen. Them, and we're going to be so bad this year, but <laughs> Lucic is back. Lucic is back. So we're going to fight people. That'll be fun. Yeah, we're going to fight. Unless unless they were like, unless Lucic was like, I did read this, but I do not believe it. Unless Lucic was like, yeah, I'll come back for one year. I'm going to retire as long as Bergeron does one more year. I could see it. I, I did hear that rumor on uh, Facebook somewhere. I, I do think that Bergeron's going to come back. I feel like the way he went out last year, I think he's like, no, nah, I'm not going out like you that. You can't, bro. Even if you like just, you just can't. You just can't. No, you can't. But that's the problem when you go for a stupid, meaningless record that doesn't matter yep. in the regular season. <laughs> that's what happens. So, yeah. Sure as shit, the last week they all got hurt. Knew it. Yeah. Allmark got hurt. Bergeron got hurt. Krejci got hurt. Yep. Last week of the year. I was like, well, that's great. You got your little record, but now what? Yeah, congrats. Yeah, sick. But anyway, we will be, I'm sure, very excited next up. Well, I'm sure we were super excited. Or yeah, super we were mad. super thrilled, dude. Yeah. yeah, or super mad. I don't know. But or we'll yeah, we were mad. Yeah, probably. Bertuzzi yeah. probably left, so we're probably pissed. Asshole. Yeah. Well, but anyway, let's yeah. get into some new releases and some news, shall we? Yeah, news we notes. Bu- we had a busy day today. Yeah. Busy day, Friday, June 30th. By the yeah. way, this is two weeks late, but that's okay. Anyway, uh, new Mayday Parade today. Oh, yeah. Single got me all wrong. Um, Before I get into the rest of it, thoughts? Awesome. I liked it. Dope. Yep. I did like it, yeah. Classic Mayday Parade. Yeah. Dope. Um, So, yeah, you can go to, which I think this is cool. Uh, you can go to gutmeallwrong.com and tell Mayday Parade about a time where you've gotten it all wrong. That's dope. I think that's pretty cool. 
I don't know what they're doing with that, whether they're just going to sit there and be like, huh, look at this idiot. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah. So, Dope. yeah. Uh, and then on to the next thing. We got Rob Brigade is touring in Europe with each show supporting our boys. The story so far in September. That's dope. That's fucking sick. That's so dope because we've we've seen Rob Brigade. Oh, yeah. They're sick. They're the Brazilian ones. I believe. Yeah, they are. Uh, they. <laughs> They're they funny, man. English. Yeah. No. Boston. Boston. What did, when we were, I forget, we were leaving the show and they were at the merch table and we said something and he said something that did, did not make sense. We were like, dude, that was an awesome show. You killed it. And he was like, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Like something yeah. like that. Just like, yeah, dude, yeah. sick, oh, just bro. Like, yeah, yeah. I forget what he said. It was something that just like didn't make, like it didn't he, fit. He, yeah, it clearly yeah, was just, not what we were talking about, but it was so yeah. perfect. We yeah, all loved yeah. it. Um, that's gonna be dope though. That's sick. Yeah, love that. Uh, Parker's that's all Parker right there. It has to be, yeah. Being like, no, 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 these guys are coming. Yeah, so that's dope. Um, Will Matt's new record, Hyper Focused, is out August 4th. Uh, you can pre order merch and vinyl now on Mutant League Records. Dope, dope. super excited for that. Uh, oh, yeah, Will Matt's dope. Yeah, well, Matt's, Matt's, I think we have a breakdown of them at some point. We did. Yeah, um, we did. We broke point. down one of their EPs. And next thing we got is, uh, this is a pretty cool one. Uh, Fall Out mm. Boy released a cover of We Didn't Start the Fire uh, with current events. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts it? on it? I, I Ironically, my sister was listening to it yesterday in the kitchen. I didn't know what it was until uh, till we uh, you put this in the notes, and I put two and two together. And I thought yeah. it was awesome that they okay. put Tom DeLonge in it. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought um, it was pretty cool. I thought it was a interesting little thing. You don't really you you kind of see bands like stay away from, yeah, political stuff now. Yeah, um, but I thought it was cool. I thought it was like super like quote unquote punk of them to do something like Fuck that. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was dope. Um, some pretty cool stuff. Um, Bowling for Soup and Mest. Are hitting the road this September and October for the Getting Old Sucks tour. Uh, they come to Boston September 11th at the Brighton Music Hall. That's gonna be sick. What a good name for the tour, just because like that is like yeah. we were childs children when like this stuff came out, and now they're old and <laughs> and we're old, so it's gonna be like yeah, I feel like it's gonna be a room filled with like us mm. mid thirties, married with kids. Fucking looking for a night out in the town. Yeah. <laughs> going to the rock show. Yeah. That'll be dope, though. We might hit that up. I might. Yeah, why not? Why not? That wouldn't be bad. It'd be sick. Brighton Music Hall is tiny. Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck it. Let's go. All right. That's going to be a busy <laughs> That's going to be a busy month then. Yeah. Right. yeah. So yeah. let's. <laughs> All right. Continue. Uh, yeah. Um. So anyways, <laughs> next we got very, very good news. Awesome yeah. news. Uh, Chad Gilbert of Newfound Glory hits the stage for the first time since a cancer diagnosis, ditching the walker for a cane. That's dope. Huge that's congrats. Dope. Yeah. That's fucking sick. I love to see that. You know, he, he mentioned it on his Instagram that he was ditching the walker, uh, only using the cane for when he feels weak. He was putting stickers on it, on his little Crazy. cane. So, yeah, it was cool, man. I love to see that. That's dope. Good for him. Hell yeah. Love to see that. Then we have another tour announcement. 
Uh, the Offspring, Sum 41, and Simple Plan are hitting the road for Let the Bad Times Roll Tour, uh, which ends September 3rd in Mansfield, Mass. It's a little interesting to me. Yeah. Simple Plan. One of these things is not like the other. Hmm. You know? Hmm. It's cool. I love, I mean, I don't hate Simple Plan, but I would have mm. liked to have seen like a neck deep in there. Or something. Yeah. You know, but I get what they're doing. They're doing like the whole nostalgia thing. And I don't think this is, this isn't some 41's farewell tour. Correct. It is not. No. Cause they're headline in their own. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So that's cool. That's a chance. You know, if you want to go see some 41 one last time and you there can't get is. tickets to the, yeah, there it is. The offspring's dope. I've always, I've never seen the offspring and I've always wanted to. Um, I feel like they're one of the most underrated bands in the scene. I love mm. them. Um, so that's a cool little show. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. All right, next thing we got is uh, Cheer Up Dusty is releasing their new EP called "Don't Take It Personally, Take It Seriously." That's dope. That's Hell cool. Yeah. I, I gave it a little spin this morning. It's pretty dope. Um, we gotta get those guys on the podcast because they were like a one day one. Like that's for sure. I think like the first day we like announced we were a podcast, they're like, "Have us on." Yeah, like we don't know what sure. we're doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, give us a few. And then it's a few turned into a few years. So yeah, it's long overdue to have them on for sure. Agreed. Um. So then we had "Protect Your Heart" came out with a new single, "MIA." That's out now. So check that out. Uh, that was pretty dope. I actually haven't listened to it. I will check it out it's, though for sure. It's good for them. You know, it's it's there. It's it's them. It's good. Yeah, it's dope. Right. It's good. Good shit. So I know we've we briefly talked about these bands. We got the U's and Sleeping with Sirens. They're uh hitting the road this fall and they're stopping in Boston on nine thirteen. That's dope. That's a that's good gonna be sick show. That's gonna, gonna be sick. Be, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm. The U's is headlining. Crazy. Too, by the way. Yeah. That's fucking sick. That's gonna I'm be sure, uh, dope. Buddy Mike DeCosta will probably be there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That's gonna be a sick one. I might go just for sleeping with sirens and then leave. Hey, do it up, man. Whatever works. Uh I like the used, but I'm not like gonna sit around and wait. Yeah. I like sleeping with sirens way more. So if it was See, the I'm the, way, I'm the opposite. Yeah, you like the used way more. I just grew up on the used. I didn't find yeah. about sleeping with sirens till you. Yeah, so that makes. I got sense. like a decade worth of the used in my brain. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, would, we just yeah. say bye to each other. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. You leave. I'm coming in. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. See ya. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. That's all we got. Yeah. News and notes. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. So we will be back after the interview. Yes, and um, we are going to, as always, tell you a little bit about the band yes. we got coming on. Yes, so we didn't even mention that. Wow. So yeah, <laughs> you're good. Uh, we are interviewing 22, uh, and if you look it up, 22 is spelled out with a period at the end. You will hear Batch talk about that at the end because it's important because it can get a little confusing looking them up. Yes, um, it can. So about 22, it is a Pennsylvania punk band uh, featuring members of Bangarang, Man Overboard, and Your Best Regret. They recorded their debut EP called 505 Palomar Place in January of 2020 with producer Pete Steckhoff. 
of the Bouncing Souls and mastered by Alan Dushis. Sounds good of, to me. Of Saves the Day. Uh, Avail and Lifetime, which released just days before the pandemic in March of 2020. Their second EP, which is set to release this summer, was recorded in the winter of 2022 and produced by Matt Brash and Mix Mastered by Nick Stenborn, both of the Wonder Years. Um, so get well, ready. Yeah, that's for pretty Tony. It's cool. pretty uh pretty good company <laughs> to keep, huh? I wouldn't I wouldn't say, man. I would say. Um we got Tony, the lead singer, who's gonna be on with us. Uh hell yeah. So yeah, let's uh, let's send it over to Tony. Fucking right. Start it off, Bash. Send it. All right. So we have Tony here from 22. Uh, welcome to the Empty Space Podcast, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for having me. Happy to oh, be yeah. here. Awesome. So uh, what's going on? How you doing? Getting ready for the fourth? That's right. Yeah. Got big plans <laughs> for the family. We're uh, heading down to our place in Wildwood, New Jersey. Uh, it's it's going to be a great time. You know, great weekend fireworks all that fun stuff right on how about you guys go ahead steve no i'm gonna be working i'm working on a food truck oh. right now so i'll be down in plymouth massachusetts which is like the cape area i don't know are you familiar with massachusetts at all uh not as much as i should be uh, <laughs> my drummer actually uh my drummer justin he's way more familiar with massachusetts than i am um, fair enough but you have a food truck what do you what do you got going on there uh it's grilled cheeses man i'm so in you got lobster yeah. grilled cheese no, no, but there's a lobster truck that comes by. They do lobster quesadillas. They're pretty fire. Ooh, I can get down with that. Yeah, they're pretty fire. But no, I'll be down on, uh, I think, Wednesday. No, Wednesday. Where the, dude, I don't know where I'm at. Monday <laughs> and Tuesday, uh, Plymouth, Massachusetts is a shit show of oh, people. Yeah. Thousands of people go there, and it is just like utter chaos. Um, but anyways, it's going to be a good time. Uh, I'll make decent money, hopefully, and... Um, yeah, I'm not like a party or anything, so uh, just going to stay on that grill and do my thing, man. But it should be good. Sounds fun. Hell yeah. Um, what about you, Batch? What are you doing? I am probably just doing a bunch of wedding stuff, most likely. Yeah. Um, we might go to um, her aunt has a has like a campsite, like a they have like a trailer park thingy. Um, they call it a camp, but it's, I don't know. I guess it's camping, but um, <laughs> we might go there, but it's supposed to rain, so probably won't. So we'll probably just hang out and bang out some wedding stuff because that's totally quick. So, so, yeah, we got Tony from 22, uh, Pennsylvania punk band here. Uh, you guys, the sound are awesome. Uh, let me let me just start with the cliche question of like uh, the start of you guys and kind of like you know get that out of the way and see you know how you guys started and, and go from there. Sure, sure. So uh, the band started as as something that my my friend had continually been telling me about. Um, my friend being Justin, our drummer, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm jamming with Jason again, who was in a band with me prior and Justin um, a couple years back." And he's like, yeah, I'm jamming with uh, Jason again. And um, he's got his friends, Brian, 
um, you know, Mike with them. And we're just kind of uh, just kind of writing some stuff. I know you're you know you're doing the other band, and uh, it's something you want to do. And uh, for a couple of weeks, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll see how um, how my schedule goes and everything in this other band. And of course, you know, like I'm like, all right, well, of course it's something I want to do. So, and I, I showed up, and um, they had about three or four songs in the bag, and I'm like, all right, well, I, I have lyrics, so let's just throw some some things going. And uh, it was just after those first like two songs, it was just one of those like lightning in a bottle feelings, and, and we're like, all right. Well, I guess we're uh, this is what we're doing. So, <laughs> what do we do now? And uh, after about you know a couple months into it, we we were we were able to record, and then of course the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. So we've been kind of you know rebuilding from there. Oh yeah, yeah that's that's uh that's dope. So you guys um, dropped your first EP like the week the pandemic hit. Yeah. <laughs> so we recorded, yeah, we recorded our EP with Pete Steinkoff from Bouncing Souls um, at his place in Jersey. It, it was an awesome experience. The, the place is like, a, it's like a living, um, like I almost want to say it's a museum, but it's more like like an exhibit of just like punk rock history. Mm. And uh, that was awesome. We were so hyped on it, and we we're like, okay, well, we're gonna release this, and uh, we got it slated evidence for March of twenty twenty. <laughs> So, as soon as we, we released it, we're like son of a bitch. So you know, we, we tried to worse. be as hopeful as possible. Yeah, you know, we tried to be as hopeful as possible, but like you know, people listen to it, you know, and you know, it's it was just a terrible time because right when we're ready to really promote it, everything just kind of dies, and there is literally no music scene anymore. Mm. Yeah, yeah. How um. So what did you guys do for that? Did you guys just like bang it out on social media a ton or? Um, so, yeah, you guys we, like, you couldn't know, play shows, obviously. Right. You know, so that was really all we were doing. You know, we were trying to think of other ideas, like maybe like self-shot videos and, you know, compilations of that type of stuff. But, you know, we ended up just scrapping that because at that point, everything was just up in the air with life, you know. So mm. it was it was really hard to for a couple months to even really like talk to each other about it, you know, until uh, a few, a few months in and we're like, all right, well, how's everyone feeling? You know, are mm-hmm. we, are we, are we, do we, are we comfortable like even trying this again? So, you know, it was, it was time, you know, and, but it, it was time uh, well spent that we, we took, um, you know, for ourselves for that situation. But then once we got back together, um, you know, we had we had a lineup change. We got a new guitar player that really fell into place really well. Uh, our friend Macau, and that's when we really started going to town on on everything that's um, going to be coming out from you know from here on into the future. For as far as we know, um, it was it, it, it was kind of a different. It felt like a different vibe, a completely different band pre pandemic as opposed to post pandemic. Um, we feel a little bit more like. I guess, confident about ourselves. And like, even though like, you know, like if, uh, we all come from, you know, bands who have, who have done stuff to some measurable degree, but you know, you're starting a new band. You feel like you're starting over and you have, you always have to gain that confidence again. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now, now, how long do you would you say after when you guys kind of got back together, did it take for you guys to be like, all right, like, I'm glad we did this where where this is the next stage. We're ready to rock and roll. Uh, I would say probably a, a couple months into it, because when we first started, we were doing, you know, maybe every other week as long as everyone's OK. So it still happened, but it was still they were still spaced enough to where we were happy we did it, but we didn't really feel like we accomplished much. So, yeah. you know, for those first couple months of it, it was tough, but as, as time went on, we were able to do it more and more. And eventually, you know, we were able to go week every week. And then that's when we really started, you know, getting things going. And, and I would say probably most of last year is when we did the absolute most work for, uh, for everything that's going to be coming out. That's um, awesome the next couple months yeah now i feel like most bands um we've talked to that had either started during the pandemic right before the pandemic or right after the pandemic um i think from what i've noticed is most of those bands have stuck together and have become like more united and stronger um through those like tough times which is like you know tough times make you stronger type saying but i feel like a, a lot of bands and i know there's a lot that probably didn't do great but um you know bands like yourselves and others that we've interviewed it's it's cool to see the dynamic uh of how they have overcame that you know complication and it's almost like yo if like we can get through this then you know having a van breakdown every once in a while isn't <laughs> the worst thing in the world <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely yeah i i couldn't agree with that more yeah it's uh it is funny you say that because, yeah, definitely after the pandemic, um, once we did go through the solid lineup change and, and we, we solidified our new guitar player, it really we really did have that feeling once we started writing those first couple of songs, that feeling of not necessarily, I mean, sure, accomplishment, but like we overcame it. You know, mm -hmm. this was not like this is our answer to it, but this is what this is what we were all missing. You know, this is what yeah. ourselves as a band. This is what we were missing from this, uh, and it just it lit a fire under our ass, and we just kept going. That's awesome. Hell yeah! Um, so I guess we'll we'll go back to like your beginning. Um, who or like or what, um, like introduced you to music and like made you fall in love with it, and basically decide like, okay, this is like what I want to do, like with my life is music. So personally, my, even just as close as my parents had mm -hmm. some of the, the biggest influence on, on my musical interests, you know, with my dad, it was Black Sabbath, Pink Floyd, Red Hot Chili Peppers, anything on, on a station that was called Y100 was huge in the Philadelphia area. It was like the hub for uh, grunge and alternative. So, you know, that was my whole life growing up. Um, and then with, um, my mom's taste in music I got more um, I, I was introduced to the person who wanted who made me want to become a performer um, and I mean you know uh, disassociate the art from the person it's Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson. Yep. <laughs> let's go uh, dude dude he was I mean not to cut you off um, but he was you know the best probably one of the best performers of all time that dude was yeah, just yeah. a absolute showman he was unbelievable yeah. absolutely and and you know my my one best friend who i've had throughout my life 
he would he would hang out with me a lot and we would always rent the thriller vhs mm. and <laughs> almost to every weekend you know and and like i'm like okay this is this is awesome uh i want to perform that's what i want to do so whatever it was you know i tried to <laughs> you know a little film school here and there until eventually i became a teenager and, and picked up a bass guitar and, and started getting lessons and i'm like all right well let's start doing music now so and just kind of went from there that's oh, yeah that's funny that that vhs scared the absolute shit out of me yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, literally <laughs> literally scarred me my mom would be watching it all the time and i'd be like no dude i'm, I'm all set it's like I, <laughs> oh. as a kid i remember growing up that would always be on and i'd be like no fuck that or the other thing that would come on is the wizard of oz and the monkey scene where they take everybody yeah, and I'm that shit that. i was all done i was done i was like, i'm never watching it again <laughs> yeah <laughs> um no that's awesome man that's that's cool so is you kind of mentioned your you know influences and your inspirations how how would you describe the band's influences inspirations a little bit of that plus whatever they're into what would be that so i would say for the band primarily uh they as a collective are and i say they because my musical taste is often very much disassociated from theirs (laughs) to a certain degree um (laughs) I mean, it's skate punk, old 90s, um, you know, punk rock, uh, definitely, you know, anything like that. No effects, uh, yep. pulley, melancholin, uh, propagandi, like it's it's all within their wheelhouse. MXPX, you know, you yep. name it. Um, me, <laughs> uh, <laughs> once I started playing music, I, you know, I'm a millennial, so around the turn of the century new metal was huge so okay. like i was big into all that crap uh for a while um i didn't start getting into like heavy music like hardcore and stuff until high school and then yeah from like 2000 on like i was listening to to nothing but like any type of subgenre of hardcore yeah, I can. I think the first thing that came to my mind listening to you guys was No Effects off of Rip, just that classic skate punk and nice. Melancholy and Pennywise was another one. Um, yeah, it's just got that. You can you can hear all those inspirations. Not so much the Michael Jackson, of course, but yeah, no, no. <laughs> you know, I, I would I would say, dude, Tony, you should throw in a little yee hee in there. <laughs> or yeah. Well, I, it's that's funny. I, I've actually started using a mic stand. Yeah, <laughs> and like, I mean, what. What pop punk or punk rock band do you see who uses a, a mic stand? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Isn't a guitar player. Yeah. Mm, very true. <laughs> very true. To bring it back, you know? Then you'll have the white glove. You'll slowly start to transition. Yeah, you right? never know. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have the Jerry curls. He'll. <laughs> yeah, I'll slowly start changing into a completely different looking person. <laughs> Why is his skin tone changing? This is so weird. <laughs> What's happening? Tony, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's great um okay so we'll um i guess we'll get into um the new single that you guys um just dropped uh the sound that yeah. came out uh what did you say came out the uh came out on the 9th of june the 9th of june yeah, yeah. so so pretty new um it's a really dope song um i know we, we were talking earlier i got Obviously, like the MXPX, um, Melancholy, and all those 
those skate punk vibes. But then I got a little bit of Steve's gonna love this one. A little bit of Avenged Sevenfold in there. So it's it's definitely a, a cool mix with like that traditional skate, but then you got like that heavy, almost hardcore vibe to it. Uh, what's the response been for that so far? The new single. So far, so good. I mean, um, I've, I've been very fortunate to see, especially on Instagram, um, a lot of people just pushing it and, you know, pushing us. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to see. Um, I've never really been involved in something that's had that kind of like, it's had much of a social presence, especially in like this day and age. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I come from the Zanga and MySpace generation, so <laughs> it's, uh, Still kind of a brave new world for someone like me. But uh no, it's 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 really awesome to see um that like implemented, you know, and and um uh, our our drummer Justin and our bass player Brian, they they follow, you know, all the analytics for, for that type of stuff very closely. And it's just they're telling me about it. it. Just it blows my mind to like see how that whole thing works. Um so I, I'm just I'm pretty excited to to have it keep going, you know, and get, get more music out there. Yeah. yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong. So you guys aren't dropping an EP. It's going to be more of like singles that are going to be coming out. Is that right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah. We did, um, we did a handful of songs. We have them coming out, you know, every couple of weeks. Our, our next single is coming out on the 14th of July. Oh, let's go, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, uh, we'll be plugging that yeah please and um, you know what we're also <laughs> gonna have uh we're gonna have a video for that song as well oh i'm a sucker Ooh. for videos dude. yeah steve's like <laughs> like he's it, steve's like 1995 where he sits in front of the tv and watches music videos dude i'm obsessed <laughs> every time we talk about a band or, and they drop yeah. something or a video actually like, i have not seen it no but you have so please and like <laughs> i'm just obsessed with videos dude i don't know like because i'm a youtube guy not a spotify guy so it's probably a big yeah. reason why so but that's that is fucking awesome, dude. I'm looking forward to the future with that. Um, I just remember um hearing, I think on a, you were on another podcast recently and you were talking about that. And um, yeah, I think that's pretty interesting. Why so why do you want to drop it as more of like a bunches rather than like an EP? Is is it just more of like getting the singles out uh for social media, or is it just something that kind of came to you guys' attention? I mean, we it was definitely a conversation of how we were gonna release it. Mm -hmm. Um you know, for a while we were in agreement. They're like, yeah, we're just going to do another EP. But mm. that necessarily isn't the way that things work anymore. Mm. Um, you know, in terms of releasing, I mean, look, you know, you can do whatever you want, you know, and, and people do. But mm -hmm. like where we're at in life, you know, we're, we don't necessarily <laughs> have the funds for like mass production of, you know, CDs, cassettes, vinyls, whatever. So, you know, we're, we're, utilizing the best avenue you know which is you know through all of the you know the streaming links and everything like that mm -hmm. and that's just uh that's kind of what what brought us to that decision you know it was a tough conversation for for all of us yeah because you know yeah. We're, we're all from the generation we're like no you're at the show you hand out your cd yeah you hand out your yeah. cp you get a cdr you know you give and then a little later on it was you give a little business card with the qr code or whatever here's our band camp that kind of stuff mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. progressed so you know we're, we're just trying to do what we can to you know stay with with what's going on we want to make sure that people can hear our music you know and that's really yeah. the ultimate for it 
Yeah. And honestly, yeah, go ahead, Bench. Oh, I was going to say just like, um, I think a lot of bands are going that route. Um, You'll know, like a lot of bands, I feel like release like five, sometimes six singles off of a full length record. And then I, I can remember like back in the day, you'd get maybe two, three. Right. And now it's right. like they, they release like half the record before the thing even comes out. So it's like you already know half the songs and then they hit a tour and it's like, it's just crazy. But that's <laughs> social media and, and like social media just like changed the game. Instagram, yeah. TikTok, all that. It really has. And like in great ways and in like really mm-hmm. detrimental ways too. Yeah. Really detrimental. Like if, if you, like I know for certain platforms, if you release, like if you do the singles route, Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you do that and then you release like the album version of that or whatever, like it all starts at zero for the, for all that. True. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's kept as a completely separate analytic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, Cause if I, if can... I save, if I save a single, like say you guys release like two singles and I save them to my Spotify, like, like them. And then you release the album. They're not on that. They're not liked from the album. Right. So the like from go. a single, assuming right. it's still there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. That's crazy. I never knew they did that. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it makes, it's, it makes it's sense, but it sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's, right, it right. Yeah. It's, it's like, cause right. you can like, get like, let's just say 2 million streams on that single and then the album drops and you get like 300,000. That's crazy. So then you just yeah. lost, like, you know, if that single did like a million, you just lost friggin' 700,000 streams. Essentially, yeah. I can plummet Bastards. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. It's Damn. terrible. Well, well, speaking of the the new single, um, uh, me batch had a question here about the direction you guys kind of want to take the band's music. Um, uh, so like your first EP, it was more of like that traditional skate punk, like pop punk, like what you'd hear in like the early nineties, two thousands on like a Tony Hawk soundtrack. Uh, while still keeping that sound, um. You add in some heaviness and some more powerful raw vocals. Is that kind of the direction you guys want to, you know, set forward, or is this kind of like, you know, what what direction do you guys see yourself going? So, essentially, the I mean, the full batch of songs that we have that are are ready, they they are still within that original vein of, yeah, you know, we're we're pretty much a a, a skate punk punk rock band, but there's a lot more to it so you'll see when when the next single come out it comes out which is called big feeling um that has a very different vibe it is a it is a slow slightly slower tempo um mm. it still hits but it's a very it's a very different vibe you know the, the sound has a, has a very aggressive vibe with a very um positive message and big feeling is positive message positive feeling so you know i would say it's a little more of a happier sounding song but it i don't think it loses any kind of edged edge at all to it nice okay awesome dude so a little bit yeah. we're kind of getting a little bit of everything in that sense then trying to that's awesome dude yeah that's, that's great. Uh, yeah that's that mixed with some great music when you get a little bit of everything mixed in there yes <clears throat> um so we also noticed i mean you you kind of name dropped a little bit um when you mentioned you worked with um the bouncing souls um but i mean you've worked with friggin you're in a band with 
the drummer from Man Overboard. Is that correct? Yeah, Justin. Um, he was he was actually very early on in that band after they mm-hmm. changed their name from Home Again to Man Overboard. Um, I believe he was their f- first or second drummer. Okay, the, like the first EP, like yeah. the first you know anything that you hear from um, forget what it's called. It's before their first full length, but anything from there, uh, there's a chance that you're hearing Justin's drums on it. Uh, or at least, you know, some iteration of that. Um, yeah, he was a man overboard for a while. Uh, Jason, our guitar player, he was in a band with our bass player, Your Best Regret. They were big in the Philly area in the very early 2000s. Um, our guitar player, Macal, uh, he's in so many bands, I can't even <laughs> name them all. Phantoms is, Phantoms is uh, one of the other ones that he's he's in. Uh for that and they're they're uh, gaining a lot of traction too me yeah. uh me and justin we were in bang bangerang together uh that's back so in cool. 2005 oh, and then then you guys you know on top of that you guys record with the one day uh members of the wonder years uh members of the bouncing souls members of save the day like that's like christmas for me and steve me and steve were like <laughs> holy shit <laughs> like that's like that's going to like for us, that's like a dream come true to work with like legends like that. Like how cool is that to like work with, with like dudes like that, that are so big in this scene. It, it's, it's really, it's, it's weird because I, I wouldn't think that um I, I would like come across myself in, in situations like that at all. And this is a funny story. Are you guys familiar with uh, lifetime? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I guess they're more, they're more Philly and Jersey. Um, a lot of people will say if you put um, Save the Day Can't Slow Down next to um, Lifetime's um, Jersey's Best Dancers, they'll be like, oh, well, that's the same album. Okay. So they you know, they they kind of have a lot of that vibe, but um, so they 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 were they're just they're they're big in our area, and we were at Heat Seinfeld's house recording our EP, and one morning. We're, we're walking in, it might have been like Saturday or Sunday morning, and we walk in, and it's, this guy walks out, and he's like, oh, sorry, excuse me, guys. And I look back, and I'm like, is that the, is that the singer of Lifetime? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was him. I'm like, what? This place is like a living museum. <laughs> That's <laughs> sick. incredible. And it's like, I, I want to know that. I'm like, hey, can I talk to you for a sec? <laughs> yeah. That's sick. And I, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty awesome. And then... um with our second batch of songs, uh, we did it with Matt Rash from the Wonder Years. Matt has been a longtime friend of us, uh, of ours. You know, we we've known the Wonder Years as far back as we when we started playing music. So, you know, we're all we're all from the same scene. So to have him do what him and Justin have been doing, like when they were kids, mm-hmm. on a professional level, is just mind blowing. You know, and his whole setup was amazing. He. Uh, working with him was great he really knew how to uh how to get the best out of us you know and, and i think i think the recordings definitely display that that's dope yeah yeah i know man overboard was a band for me as a kid yep. growing up it was like just super fucking awesome and <laughs> the album uh i just did a little digging real quick uh that justin was on it looks like it was before we met which was like the collection of old songs, which was the literal favorite thing I've ever listened to of That's Man awesome. Overboard, um, which I didn't <laughs> yeah, know that. He's on, so, he's on a handful of those. Yep. Yeah. So I listened to, like that was literally like 
my childhood that, yeah it was so oh, it was so cool um which i didn't know he was like i knew like he was a part of main overboard i didn't know what era but that's really cool and all the other guys you guys get to work with and all the other bands you've been a part of like you guys have a big history with like, the pop punk scene the punk rock scene the punk scene all of it the whole genre is put together and you know that's pretty inspiring to see you guys continue to grow you know not only generation by generation but you know individuals in in your own music while keeping that similar sound but like transforming it to like what you want as you know we get older and, and you guys just keep kicking ass with whatever you're doing all individually and as a band now so it's really cool to see like these bands you know you know you know we grew up on listening to and and some bands we didn't but to see how far you guys can come and you know you know start a new band with all these talented artists it makes something you know as talented as this 22 is 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 really cool man and yeah. it is inspiring because there's a lot of people out there that you know might think like you know you know one band and one band only or like you can only have one project and it's it's cool to see how you know far you guys have come so kudos to you guys on that too for performing and uh getting together like this thank you man and uh to to comment on, on what you said you know the one band only thing if if that were if that were really the case with a lot of local scenes no bands would exist or two mm -hmm. bands would exist because you know let's be real especially in punk rock and hardcore you know you're gonna have 20 bands that share five members yeah <laughs> or you're gonna have those yeah. five guys who can then make five different bands or uh, 20 different bands that's uh that is so true and i know so many of my friends down in the massachusetts like heavy metal and hardcore scene um i was just talking to my barber about this actually the other day evan he's in a band called grasp and uh one of my best friends from high school his name is rob sour he's in that band but he's also in a band called inhalement and he's also in three other bands and he'll sometimes play three shows in a row like that same night because they're all headline or uh they're all on the same like you know show and it's uh right everyone's just like doing their part and they're just loving what they're doing that's why they're doing it yeah that's um it, it is it is always funny to see you know like you'll go into a show and you'll be like oh well, it looks like the next band's ready to set up well mm -hmm. they didn't move any gear <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just created instant. <laughs> yeah dude that's like when we saw um we saw with the punches and keep flying nice and dude. the guitarist dustin is in both keep flying and with the punches so like keep flying finished up and he just like stood there with his guitar in his hand. <laughs> it was just like, okay, I'll just wait. I'm still here just doing this. Yeah. This is who I am. Yeah. Um, so I guess like piggybacking off of like how cool it is to like work with those guys. Um, do those dudes like ever like give you guys any like tips or tricks to like improve what you guys are doing or like Maybe they're like, oh, you should sing it like that or say it like this or maybe add this guitar here because they're like so they have so much experience and like so much knowledge in it. So it, for both of our EPs or you know, however you want to define it, um, they were very different in terms of, of that. So with our first set of songs, we had everything done. We were ready to go. And Pete was essentially he was he was our engineer he was our recorder for it um you know and then we got it uh sent out and everything like that um and what he did was great you know like you know if if it was a bad take he would let us know you know mm -hmm. but if we were happy with it it's good to go you know let's let's keep moving um with matt we took a preliminary preliminarily different approach where we brought him in 
as you know a bit of a consultant before recording um because it's something that we wanted to take a little bit more time with and you know even though we were happy with the songs we want them to be i guess best that they can be and if we're the only ones hearing them how are we going to know if something mm. not sucks but if like just something's not working so mm-hmm. he came in and, and we, we we gave him the, the four songs that we ended up doing with him um you know he gave us his notes and you know some things we we kept some things we didn't and things that we kept it really it brings up the level of the of the songs and it just it, it i think again like it's just it's really going to show the difference it made with us just going in doing what we want to do as opposed to you know having that outside ear to really help us kind of be like all right well here's what you want to say but like here's how you can say it kind of a thing mm-hmm. very nice. different very awesome that's cool with nice. the like having like some of that constructive criticism mm-hmm. in a way like it helps you out and it's tough yeah it's tough to do, but like <laughs> when it when you know when the other hand on that it's when it's right it's right so mm. i i have no complaints <laughs> fair enough yeah. um so tony with you being you know vocalist um how is the writing process uh go for you guys is it is it a you thing is it a collective thing uh so generally it is collective in the sense of Someone initially will be like, "Oh, I have an idea," and I'm like, "All right, well, let's let's, let's hash it out. You know, let's let's see what we got." Uh, and that's been pretty much how everything has been for the music. Um, I really let them sink their teeth into it and get something as close to complete as possible before I even touch it. Because mm. I, I have a sometimes I can have a hard time with that type of change if I if my brain is already in the motion of well this is the direction that the song's going in lyrically vocally whatever and then if let's say it's only a third done oh well, we're going to put this part here okay well then i just need to start over so mm. yeah and you know until they have it like pretty much done then you know i, I kind of go at it and i i really do like it'll i'll listen to you know like we'll, we'll get a live track and i will listen to it a good couple thousand times before like really deciding like what's going on with it Nice. Yeah, I can yeah, I can relate to that. I feel like I've heard a lot of artists do it different ways, but I feel like if if I were to write lyrics, I feel like that would be the only way for me because I feel like I'd get overwhelmed if there was just like one track of just this and then they add more and then I'm like, well, you kind of fucked my brain now. Yeah. So I'm all <laughs> over. Hold on a minute. This doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah, there's a bass right. and it's an octave down. I'm confused of what's happening. Oh, there's a breakdown. Okay, wasn't planning on that. Like, so right. I... <laughs> But no, that that makes sense, man. That actually happened to us with um oh. the song that's the song that's coming out. Um, really? In the next week or two. Yeah, the song's coming out on the on the on the fourteenth. Um, yep. Oh yeah. We when when they initially wrote it, I wasn't there for that session, so they sent me a, a live video, and at that point, it was only like two thirds of the way done. So oh no! <laughs> oh Jesus yeah, Christ! Right. So, <laughs> and then I I went back the week after, you know, and, and then they finished it. And like finishing it from there to the end of the song, like I had the hardest time doing because mm-hmm. for a week my mind was set, like like I had it set, you know. Yeah. So it's it's tough, you know. But you get through it. It's growing pains. It's all part of the process. Oh boy, Jesus Christ! You you've mentioned a couple. So you got a new song coming the fourteenth. Yeah. 
Um, anything else new happening? Like, you got any shows planned? You got any? Are there any other dates for like new releases or anything else you can tell so, us about this new song? Yeah. So on the fourteenth, we have our new song, uh, "Big Feeling," coming out. Uh, there's also going to be a music video for that. Uh, the very next day, we are playing the Nomad Skate Park in Doylestown, which is like right up the street, um, with a band called Froggy, who's been gaining a lot of traction down here in nope. the Philadelphia area, and our uh, our friends Grayson. So that's going to be a good time. But other than that, um, we have a couple things lined up for the future. But in terms of songs, um, after Big Feeling comes out, another couple of weeks we'll drop another, uh, and then we'll have at least one more um, later on after that. Yeah. Nice. Um, I did want to. I did want to talk about you, your personal self, Tony. Um, yeah. I, I see. I see here that you have. Correct me from a two-year-old son named Jackson. Uh, three. Yes. Three. Yeah. Oh my god! And how is yeah. that, man? He is. Uh, he's the best. Like <laughs> every day, I learn something new about him. I learn something new about myself. You know, yeah. it's. I, I I I really am one of those dads where I just all I want to do is like see him happy. Like he's just. He's the coolest kid. <laughs> I love hanging out with him. That's awesome. I'd be concerned I, if you're like, one. he's a little piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, he totally sucks. Yeah. <laughs> not, that, yeah. not that great of a, a thing. You know, I don't recommend having kids. Yeah. One out of ten <laughs> would not recommend. <laughs> but like, you know, I'm, it's a little skewed for me. You know, he yeah. was born. Uh, he was born in April of the pandemic. Mm. Uh. So, Pandemic baby, you know, me and my wife, we spent four days in a hospital room sealed off with him. Wow. So, you know, and then we came home to a shutdown. So and mm. in, in, in a lot of ways, you know, where the world was torn to, to shit, you know, it really kind of blessed me and my wife to to be able to have the time that we needed for True. that we felt needed with our son. And yeah. honestly, I think I think it shows in his overall um humanity is his demeanor you know whenever he meets somebody he's very outgoing you know for nice. somebody who lived in seclusion for a little while you know <laughs> he wants, he's a great friend you know i got nothing but good things to say about him that's that's, that's beautiful awesome. man i'm, I'm oh, yeah. very happy for you that's 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 a beautiful thing um now is um being three years old you show him your music and stuff is he bobbing his head and tipping his toes yes. and dancing around yeah. So every week, um, so our, our drummer, Justin, he's, he's my best friend. He was the best man at my wedding. He's my neighbor. He lives catty corner to me in our, in our neighborhood here. So I'll tell him, I'll, I'll tell, tell Jackson, I say, I'm going to go play music with uncle Justin. And he's like, okay, dad, have fun. You know, and, <laughs> uh, he's seen, you know, the posts of like our, you know, like live videos and, and whatnot. And he knows, he knows that, uh, you know like he he knows our songs it's great like maybe not he doesn't know their words but like he knows that it's me yeah and that is just that blows my mind that i get to i get to show him that does uh does he get to go to shows has he been to a show so he actually he he will be at this upcoming show because i think it's a little more in like the afternoon as opposed to at night true Uh, so it'll coincide a little more other than that he actually a year ago he did come to uh a show we had at a skate park in town here and it was like during the day same thing so he could hang out but now he'll actually like we got him little headphones so yes. he'll actually like hang out and get into it <laughs> that's so awesome that's gotta be cool to like look out there and see your kid you know while you're doing what you love you know what i mean and he's enjoying it that's gotta be an awesome feeling 
it's definitely an interesting feeling. It's it's not one that like you know initially getting into music. I think that would be something I'd want to see, you know. Yeah. But now it's just <laughs> wow. I didn't know. I, it's the kind of feeling you didn't know you wanted until you right. had it. So. so, um, you guys have obviously like you've been around the block. You know, I mean, you played in all sorts of bands. Um, you've been all over the place. Um, what would you say your favorite uh city or venue is to play in? Uh. I was always a fan of, of my local venues growing yep. up. Um, the Lansdale VFW, the Doylestown Teen Center. Um, those were probably two of the biggest, uh, you know, biggest venues of, of my teens and, you know, early 20s. Um, in terms of uh, more standard venues, uh, Philly is full of them. You know, you got the Fillmore, you got Kung Fu Necktie, which we've been pretty fortunate to play. Uh, a couple times actually our music video is filmed at kung fu necktie oh so, hell yeah a little hint about that um, legendary stuff there huh that's a cool place that's you know awesome. for being so you know I, I love those smaller type venues that uh, yeah. like it's the same same thing as i said before with recording like you, you feel like you're walking into a living museum you know like you're it, it's it's haunting but in a good way <laughs> you know yeah you're yeah. not wrong you're not wrong because <laughs> We went to see um, Calling All Captains <laughs> out in, was it Columbus? Yeah, Columbus, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. And they, they played it like, um, what was that? Like a, a radio a studio? Oh, no, it was a radio studio below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, like, it was a like a bar a up. Yeah. yeah. But, it was, but like everyone that had been there like signed this wall. They had like this canvas wall and they had like a bunch of them on the ceiling. And we were like looking, there was like Fugazi had played there. I think like. Aerosmith had played there like a bunch of like crazy bands had been there and like me and Steve like spent like half the time like looking up at the ceiling like look at that name look at that name yeah. that band's, it's like it's so cool oh my god do you guys did you guys get your Aerosmith tickets yet no no, no. I, I think no. I think I'm good <laughs> I think. it's a last tour man yo I never got uh, to see them I, uh, I, uh, no we um we uh I think we're um, yeah we I used to like him a lot, and then I think being in Massachusetts and him being from what is it, Marshfield or something? Yeah, that's where he lives now. Yeah, I got to meet him a handful of times. Um, it's kind of like the Dropkick Murphys for us. If yeah, they just like we don't hate him, we love him. Like, dude, me and Batch, huge fans. Like, we'll go to when we go to Disney World. That's like our favorite ride together, and we're screaming the lyrics upside down Uh, on the rock and roller coaster. Like, (laughs) that was my favorite. I have a picture in front of it. Um, yeah, that it's not that it's not there anymore. Yeah, it is not. No, it's it's, uh, it's it. What do you? It's it's um, test track. Oh no, I that's know. an Epcot now. What I I know they changed Rock and Roller Coaster to something. They I think they're gonna, but I they think didn't. They were going yet. to? Yeah, I they, hope um... that's the case. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's. We were just there not too long ago, and I know Batch is going there in a few months. And uh, his uh, fiance is like a Disney She's adult. She's plugged in. Um, <laughs> you're like yeah you're like you're like no it's not closed don't tell me it's closed I can't have <laughs> no no don't if it was closed that. if it was closed i would have known the day it closed yeah <laughs> um i guess they they were going to have it they were gonna do away with aerosmith because the contract ran out the last time we were okay. there and they were gonna make it queen like they were gonna change it all over and do like a freddie oh. mercury thing but huh. I guess now Aerosmith re-upped, so I guess now they're keeping it as Aerosmith. They just like renovated it a little bit, so that's fine with me. I would have been 
It wouldn't have. I mean, Queen would have been cool too. It would have been cool to like see yeah. it something different, but at the same time, like that's just a classic ride. And yeah, you know, oh, like absolutely. like Steve said, I think Aerosmith and like the Dropkick Murphys have just been like shoved down our throats since we were born. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like okay, like yeah, they're here, but like, like not 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 like we don't like them. We just no, we yeah. listen to them so much where it's yeah. like it, like yeah, dude, they're great, but. <laughs> That's like any hype band for me, like growing up, just yeah. as a whole. Like I'll, I will, I will flat out tell you that I hate that band to your face, and then like <laughs> four weeks later, I'm gonna be like, "Yo, so I was wrong." <laughs> <laughs> so I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hang on. I gotta just interrupt. So I just did a little digging. So it looks like they are going to be replacing the rock and roller coaster, um, as they had a. Um, a meeting about making it the Muppets Mayhem roller coaster. Oh my god, they're dead to me. They're dead to me. <laughs> I'm done. Not confirmed, but this is speculated at the last uh, thing. I just had to look it up because I wanted to make oh. sure we were all on the same page. Yeah, so it's still a thing, but they're looking to change it to the Muppets Mayhem roller yep, coaster. Yeah, they're dead to me. That's that's insanity. That's <laughs> that's the dumb. I'll I will only be riding the Tower of Terror then. I will not be. <laughs> that's complete bullshit, and it better happen after I go. Because then I'll be like one of those idiots, like with a jaw saving the air. <laughs> <laughs> like the people sold water from Disney World. Yeah, the, the Splash the, Mountain. Uh, yeah, the Splash Mountain. <laughs> you hear about that, Tony? No. What is uh, this? So Splash Mountain is officially done in Disney World in Florida. Um, they closed it. They're making it Tatiana's, uh, which is another Disney movie, uh, like ride basically. Frog? Yeah, huh. exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. So what happened was they had like the last week it was open, people were just flooding it. And then the last day, people were literally brought jars, snuck it on, collected the water, and then would sell it on eBay for thousands of dollars and people were buying it. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Like, it's going to be the same water. It's just water. Yeah, it's, it's just, just water, the same dude. water. Like, I don't understand. It's dirty like, water. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're nuts if you think Disney's not going to cut costs and just be like, yeah, just use the same water. They're not yeah. going to sit there and like dump it over. Yeah. Like, yeah, fill it back up. <laughs> exactly what it's not gonna happen um, this is what this is why i love the podcast so we just yeah. went from talking about <laughs> yeah. band shit to uh selling water at disney world <laughs> why not you guys like comics oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. deadpool deadpool's my guy you guys you guys see any of this here or i gotta i gotta sprawl and display no oh no you're not oh, on no. no your camera's not on what? How do I put it on? Oh, I thought I you just had it off this yeah, whole time. Yeah, that some people. Oh, no, really? Are you off. kidding? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just I didn't want to say nothing. I think some people some people don't like having it on. Like we've had people. Tony's like, like, yo, this is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I get to I look at like, oh, I'm not a host, so I don't I don't get that privilege. No, I, if the if you click your name above it, there's a blue line. I don't know if that does anything. I don't know. Oh, it should yeah, just. It do I hit start video? Yeah. 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 Oh my god! Oh, there's Tony. <laughs> you know? Wow. Oh, see, this would have been like right off rip, like fucking. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, Look at god. that. The flash behind. Oh, you must be excited for the movie. Uh, yeah, we could say that. <laughs> no. See. Uh, well, I, I, I'm also like I'm a, I'm a nut for spoilers. Like I don't give a shit. Like I'll find out eventually. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet, but like I know everything that happens, and like it's when you start off by promoting your movie as one of the best comic movies that's ever been made, you're lying. Like yeah, <laughs> you're, 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 you're making that up. You're you're not, and especially 
Like we know why you're saying it. Yeah. And we also know why you're pushing Michael Keaton so much. You know? Yeah. Like, I get it. And new Supergirl. Like I get it, but so I, I'll watch it and I'll take it for what it is. But that's how you watch DC movies. <laughs> yeah, like that's, DC no, you're not I wrong. Just, I'm not. You they, have they, to resign yourself to that. You know. Yeah, they can't hold Marvel's jock. They Marvel just blows them out of the water. Neither can they anymore. Marvel, you're right. <laughs> I haven't. You know, I honestly, the only recent Marvel movie I've seen is Deadpool because I've just am like, all right, I'm sick of like the same thing that happens in every Avengers movie or the alien comes down. The Avengers fight and split up. One, someone dies, and then the Avengers get back together, and then they beat the alien, and everyone's happy. The world's saved. The fact you called it an alien just makes me so mad. Well, uh, what, what, you got to okay. see Love and Thunder, Thor, Love and Thunder, dude. Uh, I didn't say Thor. I said the Avengers, didn't I? You said Marvel. I said the Avengers, though. I didn't say. But Marvel. you specifically said Marvel to start well, it. I haven't seen the. Yeah. Okay. You, so the most. The last Marvel, Marvel movie you saw was Deadpool, which is like a two. completely different like realm of what the Avengers are at the that. moment in the, the make box verse. That's not even technical. That's not even MCU. Facts. Yeah. So, so well then they you got to see Thor: Love and Thunder. It is literally a lot. People Nobody either hate it. Dude, it's one of the Uh-oh. best movies. I don't care what anyone says. It is so <laughs> off cult of what Marvel is. That I yeah. think you'd like it because you don't seem to like the normal Marvel movie of setup because you're not wrong. You're right with the whole setup of like, you know, someone dies or someone gets hurt and then they rebuild and they fight someone and reverse. Then they get the same character, but she's a woman. And then you got to go through that or then the right. race changes and blah, 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 blah. But I just think if you were to watch one, I think you'd like that because it's not your normal See, Marvel yeah, movie. Yeah, because I, I like Thor. I like them all like individually. And I'm excited for the new Hulk movie because I always thought they needed a new Hulk movie with Mark Ruffalo because I thought that was like the biggest joke that they made. Everyone else got one except the Hulk. So they made the event. Well, he got two. Yeah. But, but well, without Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I, the one with um Norton. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this guy is and not then, the Hulk. <laughs> who, who was the first Hulk? The bodybuilder dude. Who was that guy? Lou Ferrigno. Eric Banner. Oh, I thought Eric it was Lou Ferrigno. Oh, all right. Okay, yeah, yeah. 70s TV show Hulk. <laughs> was Lou, well, Hulk was Lou Ferrigno. Bruce Banner yeah. was some I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. He just painted him green. and him <laughs> That's green. literally it. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was awesome. Put on a ripped shirt. They're like, yeah, this dude's jacked, jacked enough. Dude. Yeah. That's all you needed. Walk into a gym. Who's the biggest guy? Oh, that guy. You want to be uh you want to be on TV real quick? <laughs> like, oh sure, dude. That's yeah, it's not a porno, right? No, 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 you're good. <laughs> totally legit. Green speaking... paint. Are you sure this isn't a porno? <laughs> Yo, speaking real quick, I gotta ask because I see it behind you. Thoughts on yeah. Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds? So I didn't hate it, but I understand why everyone did. Like Ryan Reynolds hated it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think Ryan Reynolds kind of, you know, drank the Kool-Aid of what became of that movie a little bit. Yeah, I think so. To too. be totally fair. If, if it had a different reaction, he would he would have had a different reaction for it. That's true. Like, because, you know, if he didn't, people would be like, oh, I love Green Lantern. He'd be like, awesome. Thanks. And so being like, really? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't think he did a bad job. I don't think he did a bad job of it. it the story was a little weak. And mm-hmm. I think that comes from knowing the source material the way that I do and, and the story that they're kind of going for. Uh, I don't 
it didn't work out 100%. It was a little hokey. But, like, then again, like, I know how to watch DC movies. You mm-hmm. can't watch them the same way that you're watching a, a Marvel movie or or even a Spider-Man movie. Like, that's mm-hmm. – it's a, you have to take them off for what they are. And if they eventually end up connecting, that's great, like Suicide and Peacemaker, which makes me very excited to see where James Gunn's going with you know, that movie franchise. So, good yeah. things on the horizon for DC. I don't know if you can tell I'm a big DC guy. Yeah. No, I, I was uh, just, you know, I don't know. Because <laughs> – I I think the maddest I've ever gotten at like a comic book movie was when I saw the um, X Men Origins, the Wolverine one. You were as mad as all of us, because when when they mentioned Deadpool, I was like, "Oh my god, it's happening!" And then like I saw Ryan Reynolds was was Wade Wilson. I was like, "Oh my god, this is a match made in heaven." This is per. I was yeah. like sitting in the movie theater, like, "Yes, yes," and then. When the guy goes, I created the pool, and I was like, "Don't do it, don't fucking do it." And he was like, "I made the Deadpool." I was like, "No, you ruined it. You fucking ruined it. I knew it." And then when he had like the katanas come out of his arm and his mouth was sewed shut, I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh!" And I—that's the only movie I've ever gotten up and left. My—I left my buddy sitting there. He was like, "This isn't they, that bad." I was like, "This is horrific. This is the worst." They turned him into a mouthless Baraka from Mortal Kombat. It was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "He's—he's he's the Merc with a mouth." Like that's what he does. You can't sew his mouth shut and pass that off as Deadpool. Like, oh no, no, no! That's he's the pool. Yeah, he's I don't the know Deadpool. Deadpool is. Yeah, he's the Deadpool. I was like, that's not who he is. So what? what's what's your favorite? Is it is Flash your favorite? Flash is one of my favorites. Okay, uh, Flash may have been like what got me to like really give DC Comics like another chance, and it was with the whole gotcha. Flashpoint story. Um some guy i worked with he told me he's like you don't like dc i'm like well no i don't really care and he's like well did you hear about flashpoint and he starts telling me he's like yeah you know thomas wayne uh you know bruce dies thomas wayne becomes batman oh by the way martha becomes the joker and i'm like excuse me tell me (laughs) more so i kind of went from there but uh yeah now i've just it, it exploded from that and i have like a whole library here i got some long boxes over there that's awesome so what um (laughs) so what's if uh if you could have one movie be made what would you want it to be out of like the comic you know area so i was a big fan of like the Arrowverse, like uh like arrow flash black lightning supergirl batwoman legends all that stuff um so i feel like i got a lot of it but the only one that they really never did was anything for Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of cool Green Lantern stuff, like cartoon-wise, that's out there, but like nothing live action that's, you know, other than the Ryan Reynolds one, which was a humongous bomb. You yeah, know, yeah. I, I would love to see the the story arcs that they were going for. I would love to see that and even like older stuff. But I don't. I don't know. They can never. They, they can't get their heads out of their asses to do it. So, fair yeah. enough. I am. Uh, you know, I, I'm. A, I'm a Philadelphia sports fan, so I'm a glutton for punishment. So it makes True. sense to be a huge DC fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. What about you, Steve? What would be yours? What would I want Marvel yeah. to make or anything like or, that? Yeah, someone to make because I uh, don't mind. I mean, I really do. <clears throat> Thor was my guy, honestly. Yeah. Um. They kind of beat the shit out of it at this point. I'm pretty sure he's still signed on for another movie or two. 
Mm-hmm. I could have swore before Love and Thunder came out, he had a four. Um, I think so. Movie contract. I know he's done for a while with like his whole. Uh, is it early onset dementia or something runs in his family or something? God, <laughs> Anyways, geez. that was that's whatever. That's beyond the point. Honestly, Thor was like my number one. Um, they kind of did everything I wanted. Avengers, Thor, um, all that stuff. So I, I, I'd, I'd say I'm pretty spoiled to be honest. Right. I love Dark World. Ooh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I, that's, I, 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 yeah. A lot of people I didn't, at least I, from I, what I, I've heard. I don't understand. I thought why. it was great. I, I have no idea why. Tell me, tell me why that movie wasn't good. I, from what I've heard, this isn't my opinion. This is not my opinion. It was just too like the actual, and I mean this by like the scenic was too dark, from what I heard, like literally too because they what the whole movie was premised on. But I thought it was fucking awesome. Yeah, I more it. than half of those people were tuning in every week for Game of Thrones too. Like, I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> you mean? Well, you know, we could just go back to 1997 and watch the Shaquille O'Neal steal from DC. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Uh, oh wow! You know that was they only did that because they wouldn't let him play Superman then. Yeah, really? That's crazy. Yeah, that, like, I actually learned that yesterday. Like, that's an actual fact. Like, they got away with it. Do you think that was a race thing or just because they just yeah. didn't want... Okay, I figured Yeah, they're, they're like, no one's going to believe that story because at that, you know, and, and I think at that point in the comics, there may not have been um, any alternate versions of, of Superman who were Black or African American. So... True. I think at that point, they were just like, well, Why? True. Yeah, and it was a different ball. It was a, it was a much different ball game then. Like now with like streaming, oh, like yeah. how we were talking about with music. Like you get greenlit for you can get greenlit for whatever you want if you're in the right company. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And now with with that being like a DC property, they'd have no problem. There'd be no issue. Now they have Steel, so that's that's what they Steel was the next best thing, mm-hmm. and Steel doesn't have a very uh, in depth story. So like they're like, well, you know, yeah, do whatever with that, you know. What about you, Batch? Um, I think mine, being such a huge Deadpool fan, would be Deadpool and Spider Man in the Avengers, and it's rated PG thirteen, so you can really only swear once. So uh, this is just like I've gone off, I've gone down the rabbit hole with this, but. So every time Deadpool wants to swear, someone interrupts him right before he's about to. Mm-hmm. So it's still PG thirteen, so he can he can only swear once. And then at the very last, at the like the very end, Spider Man hits him with a swear, and he can't swear. Ah, uh, I got you. That's you know, cool. Because like you, well, you know yeah. how Deadpool like is upset, like loves Spider Man, like he loves Peter Parker, and he's like, and Peter Parker like doesn't love him the same way. Yeah. So I think that would just be hilarious if like. Every now and then, like Deadpool just popped up. If, like, cool. As Spider Man's gonna do something, Deadpool just pops up and he like says something funny. That'd be sick. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I could see it. Yeah, that which be... Spider Man would you have be for that? Um, like who would I have play Spider Man? Yeah, I think Andrew Garfield. I think did the best job as Spider Man, dude. All right, so I never saw his two movies, but. I will say this. I felt more in No Way Home when he saves Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. I felt more in that five to seven seconds than I did in the rest of the movie. 
Yeah. Like that that moment, like that summed it up. Like I don't I feel like I don't even need to see it now. <laughs> you know? oh, like, super, like in a good way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just that, like you really you got it. You felt it. It was mm. Yeah, I think just like having grown up with Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man and it was just like people like hated that. But now like the same people that hated it are like, well, that's what Spider-Man was supposed to be. He was supposed to be like this nerdy, like whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but Andrew, Gar-, they were like, Andrew Garfield was too cool. He was like the hipster cool guy. Hmm. I'm like, I don't know. He was he was like perfect. Yeah. No. And then. When he, uh, <clears throat> what got me was when, spoiler alert for everyone listening, if you haven't seen this Spider-Man, when, and he's like, shoots his web out, and the web's like, making like the little fingers. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like, <laughs> it was, I was in tears watching it, and I was like, I was like, oh my God, this is the best. And then now they have, I forget his name, the new kid there. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. He does a good job, though. I won't, I'm not going to knock him and say he's a bad Spider-Man. I think he's good, but I just think Andrew yeah. Garfield was the best. I think the way that they the way that they introduced Tom Holland was really awesome too. They're like, yeah. okay, we get it. everybody knows the origin. Let's just get into it, right? Because yeah. and then yeah. like he meets up with Tony Stark and it's just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Now he's in it, and like that's just that was the best way to do it. Yeah, he cut I- all the BS and. They had redone it basically the same thing, the same Spider-Man story again with Andrew Garfield that they did with Tobey Maguire. And it was like, we already knew this. Like, why are you just just go move on, do something else. But, you know, since you're a big DC fan, I want to get your opinion on this on uh, Suicide Squad. The newest? Yeah. With Uh, the I and again, like I take them all for what they are. So the first one. The movie with uh goofy. with Will Smith and yeah and Jared and Jared Leto is as you know yeah his I want to get into first the, yeah. version of the Joker yep so like I took it for what it was it it was like reading a bad comic from like the like early two thousands like yeah. it it was it it was just like if you told me Michael Bay made it in his sleep I would have believed you kind of thing <laughs> like it, like it you know it had some fine. It's had some okay moments, but like it wasn't great. I don't even remember what the issue was in the movie with like what the big bad was or whatever. But um, the newer one was way better, way better, way better cast, way better direction. Just ever the jokes were better, the deaths were better. Yeah, (laughs) it was just, just the best. I just felt like they basically just like pushed Jared Leto into that. And they were like, you're going to be the Joker, and we're just going to throw you in there. Even though you don't need to be in here, we're just going to put you in here. And uh, Yeah, he yeah, he, he was he was essentially the Indiana Jones of that movie, where mm. everything that happened would have happened exactly the same. The only difference being, like, I guess the, the helicopter saving Harley or whatever. You didn't even need that. Like, that, no. that was completely, and you could cut that out of the movie, and it wouldn't have changed anything. Right. I, I did like him. I thought he did a good job as the Joker. I hate people that are like, you know, he sucked. It's like, no, he got handed a shit fucking platter on a shingle and he, you know, he did what he could with it. I liked him. Like the Harley Quinn origin that they went into, I thought he was really good in that. But as far as like him being like um in that movie, like there was just besides that, there was no need for him in that movie. 
like you None. said, it and, was just not especially to that degree of, of what they did with him. It yeah. Just, there were the, the, the next worst thing to that is there was a Batman cartoon that started in 2007 and the Joker in that cartoon legitimately looked like a mixture of Bob Marley jigsaw and <laughs> a clown. Like it was the dumbest. It was the dumbest thing I had ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was it was terrible. Joe, so, from 2007. Sorry, I'm googling yeah. it. I gotta look at this thing. Oh, well, that I, fucking did thing? you figure it out? Yeah, I found it. Oh my god, that bad. thing. Yeah, that is bad. terrible. I'm gonna send the it voice to you. is even worse. They they oh, do that. It to wasn't all Mark Hamill, right? Say it again. It wasn't Mark Hamill, right? No, no. Mm. See, can't do that. So who's your favorite <laughs> Joker then? Hmm. That's a tough one. I don't know if I have a favorite Joker. No. No, I, I don't. Uh I don't necessarily subscribe to the the theory of there are actually three Jokers. I know that was just a story, but um no, there's a there's there's kind of too many to choose from and, and anybody who tackles the Joker, you know, if they do a good job, they nail it. And mm-hmm. it's really, really good, you know. But I, I, I've seen some stories where it's just, what do you? This, this, this serves no purpose. You've never yeah. seen it. Be. Yeah, more so in the cartoons. Uh, but yeah, Fair Mark enough. Hamill definitely, and Batman the Animated Series had the best, had yeah. the best Joker. Yeah. I actually have, I have him here. Oh hey, hell yeah. yeah, that's. I sick. noticed um, you got a Funko Pop back there. You a big, uh, you a big Funko Pop guy? Yeah, actually, oh, my entire uh, basement order um, <laughs> on the ceiling is like covered in them. Uh, this one my wife got me for Christmas. That's cool. Oh, that's sick, dude. That's so dope. And that's a um, on the inside. It's like a tin uh, sign. So if I wanted oh, to to crack oh, it, open, wow, I could hang it somewhere. Um, that's sick. I have like five hundred of them. If you yeah? want to, if you yeah, if you want to do business. We can chat and like I can sell you because I'm trying to get rid of them. Are, are any of them DC? Uh, <laughs> I have a few Batman ones. I have um, okay. I got almost all of the Batman 80th anniversary ones. Nice. Um, yeah. So I have a bunch of bunch of Batmans, but the 80th ones I want to hold on to. But <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. So yes, yeah. none. <laughs> Yeah, so basically, if you're only looking for DC, I'm not your guy. But if you want, like, if you're a fan of The Office, I have like a shitload of Office ones. Oh man, love love The Office. I do love The Office. Um, what else? Do I? I got a bunch of music ones. Um, yeah, I have just yeah, I have a ton. Like, <laughs> too many. I ironically, I don't. For all the ones that I do have, I only have three or four DC ones. Oh wow! And I got about I got about fifteen to twenty in here, just just in on the walls. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Bunch of other stuff. I got uh, was it Jim Henson, Freddy Krueger, Rumble Still Skin from Once Upon a Time, Peter Griffin, Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh, nice. Bill and Ted, Amy Winehouse, Jerry Garcia. Yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> just That's it. Fuck yeah! Hell yeah, man! You got anything else from Steve? No, just the last one, uh, as oh, always. Yeah. You want me to ask mine first, and then you can... Yeah, that's fine. Or do you want to ask yours, and then I'll ask mine? It, it doesn't matter, man. <laughs> Whatever you want. We'll make a decision. 
<laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> um, all right. Um, so who would be on your Mount Rushmore of punk or pop punk? Okay. Um, of punk and pop punk, I would probably say. I guess I'm. I'm, I'm going to go. My first will be Billy Joe Armstrong. Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, Hell yeah! Max Collins, singer of Eve Six. Uh, Nathan Gray of Boy Sets Fire, Ian McKay of Minor Threat. Okay, Bro, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Hell I love yes. that guy, man. Yeah, <laughs> I looked up to that guy. Him and Henry Rollins. Oh God. Oh, I forgot Henry Rollins. How could you forget Henry, man? <laughs> He'll just be a little pebble or something like yeah, right we, there next to Ian. Add, we can add five scooping ice creams. That'll be the good statue deal. together. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was good, man. Um, all right. So my last question for you, besides telling you, you know, plug your shit, uh, is gonna be something along the lines of mental health, because we are a pop punk and music podcast, but we're also a mental health podcast. Uh and I always like to end uh with asking our uh guests if they could share a tool for me. Uh now if you don't feel comfortable, or don't want to, that's totally fine too. Uh but what I would like to ask is what is some tools that you use to deal with your depression, sadness, uh, whatever the feeling may be, uh, could be going through any type of emotion or, uh, maybe you have OCD. How do you deal with it? And what are some tools that you can give others, for example, like reading or music or something like that? So if I ever find myself, you know, needing to, I guess, kind of self-regulate in a moment is, I'll do some pretty standard stuff, stop what I'm doing, take a breath. You know, I try to look at what's in front of me and, you know, what's what's putting me in the state that I'm in. Um, it was harder to do before I had a child. Um, but I will tell you, you know, there, there, are, there are a lot of moments where I will have a reaction and it's not to my son, but my son will be around. And the, the way that he'll look at me makes me realize how I must look, you know? And it's, it's one thing when it's, when it's your partner or it's a close friend, but like when it is, <laughs> when it's like your own kid being like, dad, what's up? <laughs> mm, yeah. So then, if, oh, okay. Like that is a very <laughs> sobering feeling, you yeah. know? And so just that alone kind of helps center me. So if I'm if I'm ever feeling a certain way or if something's getting to me that way, I I'll think to myself, you know, like how would how would Jack look at me right now? Like how, how would he react to my reaction? You know, and if it's anything bad, then I I need to take a second to take a second look at what I'm doing. Hmm. That's beautiful. So whether it's whether it's a you know whether it's your kid, whether it's somebody you trust who has had that reaction to you before, you know, and I don't mean in the same kind of reaction of like how we're molded as children by our parents, by their reactions. But, you know, if you have somebody who you, you get the kind of reaction that makes you realize what you're doing, mm -hmm. that's important, you know? So whoever, whoever it can be, or for some people who, who don't, who feel like they don't have anybody, they can get that same feeling from maybe just a song lyric or maybe just a certain scene in a movie, you know, or it, it can be, it can be anything like that, but anything that, that you can find to, to help you look at yourself the way that, 
you might be being viewed mm-hmm. is, is so important to, to keep yourself self-regulated. Beautiful, man. Beautifully yeah. said. Love it. Thank you. Putting that in our tool book. We're going to make yes. a book one day, the Empty Space Podcast tool book. And we ask everybody that question and we get different answers from everybody. It's uh, it's awesome. Thank you so much for that. Um, yeah. Now, plug yeah. shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, 22, we are on spotify we're on apple music we're on all the fun platforms for for streaming um we got our next single big feeling coming out on july 14th along with the music video um the next day we will be playing a show at nomad skate park in doylestown pa with our friends grayson and headlining is froggy uh but other than that you know put us up for shows we're looking to play your area dope hell yeah Dope. Love it, man. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for your time, man. Really appreciate it. Keep it up, too. You guys are killing it. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. All right, we'll make sure we'll uh, we'll be playing that song at the end of this. And uh, hey, man, anytime you want to come on, just just hit us up. Even if you just want to talk, you know, comics or whatever, we you know, we're always here. So. Oh yeah, I sent my email in the chat, so you guys got my info. Perfect, sir. Yours. All right, thanks, Tony. Have a have a great day. Thanks, guys. You too. All right. Thanks. Bye. That was dope. Got yeah, what a, nice, there. what a nice uh, comic book <laughs> uh, turn of events. Yeah. That was fun. That was it's funny. Only... He didn't realize his camera was off the whole time. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to, like, when he jumped, I didn't want to say nothing. Like... I assumed you guys already talked about it, so I was like, "Oh, okay, no, like just, this is just how we're rolling." No, I I always feel like weird because <clears throat> you know we've had people on where they don't put the camera on. Yeah. So like I don't, I don't know. I just don't want to like be like, "Hey, man, why is you why isn't your camera on?" No, yeah, you can't. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> you, you can, know? I guess, but yeah, it doesn't start yeah, off good. Yeah. No, he Turn was like, "What the on. hell?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You like comics? He's like probably like pointing at them, like look behind me, like dude, yeah. I mean they're cool. Like what? Yeah, He's sick. Like <laughs> the black screen looks dope. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, no. So um, yeah, huge uh shout out to Tony, and uh go check out twenty two. That's uh spelled out as well with a period because that can be interesting to try and find. Yes. Um, but yeah, so. So yeah, check it out. Uh, yeah, that just dropped today. Um, I'm I'm good if you're good. Yeah, let's send her off. All right then, everyone enjoy some 22. Goodbye. Toodaloo. What if I said I can make us?